interactive map of all the food processing areas that have been destroyed. Notice that most of them are in, in the United States. If you can't see this, you're listening to this. There's pins on the global map of these food processing facilities that have burned down. And it is a massive amount. Like they're pretty much all in the United States. And if you spread out the rest of the world, it also shows actually what was happening. So like, for example, a lot of these thousands of fish destroyed, euthanized, hens, food. This isn't new. There's been stuff like this going on for a while. I mean, governments have, been, have burned massive amounts of, of coffee and other crops trying to stabilize prices and create artificial supply and demand and you know pretty much protect against their money printing. So we don't know if this is what they're doing right now to combat inflation. It's very possible, but that would actually increase prices. So I don't, I don't know. This is more like from a conspiracy perspective about trying to collapse everything and make people dependent. But the reason this doesn't concern you, if you've already taken the supply chain out of your food, because you're buying locally, because you're not buying the crap that's in the middle of the grocery store made by these big food companies, uh, you're not buying factory farm meats, you know, and farm fish and things like that. You're buying small, local, ideally organic, grass-fed, stuff like that. Maybe even grow some of your own food. You don't really care. Now, if the masses go without food, that's going to be a massive demand on local farmers and we're going to have food shortages and prices are going to skyrocket for sure. You know, I guess you should care in a way, but I don't see that happening. I, I just think there's so many people on the planet and there's so many entrepreneurially minded people that will come in and satisfy demand, but you never know. I mean, they can shut down borders. They can start a World War III. Like there's things that these crazy people in Washington and other countries around the world, there's things that they can do to make it really bad for all of us. You know, that's why you do have to prepare. My strategy is to be mobile. I'll leave. The first time this crap, I'm gone. Taking the family. If it was just me, I might stay. I might get involved in some things and whatever, but I'm just going to leave. Probably go down to the Caribbean or go down to a certain beachfront area that's just not really going to be on anybody's radar if we have a major global conflict or collapse. Uh, those areas can be hurt too. But if you find an island somewhere, you could fish a lot, you know, live off the land a little bit. There's just a lot of options. I wouldn't want to be stuck in an urban area or landlocked within a country like America, for example, if there was a major conflict because the state's going to do a lot of crazy things or maybe the state breaks down completely and then you have, you know, anarchy for a while. And as much as I think that would actually be a good flushing out of the broken system we have, it's not a place I want to have kids. There's just too much risk there. So I'm hoping none of this happens and none of this matters. But it's something you can't ignore either way. And if you have kids, you really can't ignore it. And you need a plan. You need to prepare a little bit. It doesn't take much. Just have an insurance policy. I mean, you spend probably thousands a year on car insurance and health insurance and other things like that. But you're not buying any physical insurance. You're not buying some Bitcoin, maybe some silver, guns and ammo, some food, some water. A few hundred bucks at Costco can get you hundreds of pounds of backup food. Bulk, flour, sugar. We have water containers. You know, a rainwater collection system would be good. Just stuff like that. Just a little bit, you know, and then have some physical silver, have some one ounce rounds, maybe some bars. Guns and ammo is always good to have. Just have a little bit. But the thing that you really can't do is you can't ignore this and just hope things will be okay. You can't fall victim to status quo bias, which your brain believes that things will stay the way they've been. That's a huge, huge bias that catches most humans off guard because most humans don't prepare. Most humans think, ah, oh, it'll be okay, or someone else will do it or whatever. 
and they don't prepare themselves or their family. They're reliant on a system they don't even really understand. Like they don't understand how reliant they are on the power grid, which can go down. They don't rely, they don't realize how reliant they are on fire and emergency services and all these things that could literally be gone at the snap of fingers if society breaks down. Or at least just if society doesn't break down and these things are strained, there's gonna be a lot of people without help. They are reliant on this system, whether it's the food system, the power system, these very complex supply chains that governments can pretty much break with a single nonsensical executive order or some other BS like that. Like there's things that can break so easily. I don't think the world understands how fragile it is. And when you read history, I mean, I'm telling you like history is again, the most important thing you can read. When you read history, you see how fragile the world is, how many times things collapse how many times people suffer for years on end before things get better? Yet we live in America and we grew up in this massive amount of prosperity. We think that's normal. That's the water we swim in that we don't even realize is water. We're like, what's water? That's that prosperity we've been swimming in our whole lives. And what it does is it does not reference us to the reality of human nature and history. And the reality of it is it's been very hard. And a large, like billions of people around the world live in some form of poverty, or power scarcity or food scarcity or something like that. And we just think these things around us are just a given. They're always going to be there. That is an extremely delusional perspective to have, whether you have it subconsciously or consciously, it's there. I forget all the time. I just like wake up and I might be focusing on this first world problem and then thinking to myself like, yeah, I got to fix this thing. And this is like at the forefront of my brain. And then I'm not seeing the massive amount of abundance around me. That's the human dilemma. That's the human thing we all struggle with because we always want more. We always want better. We're never satisfied. That's what drives us. Just do a little bit of prep and I'll give you an example of how to do that. Go on Amazon and find bulk water containers. Maybe it's a rainwater collection. Maybe they're five or 10 gallon jugs. I, have, I think I have a couple that are actually 30. They're like 30 gallon. They're those jugs you would take on a safari or whatever, plastic cans. Fill those with water. Keep them in your garage. We have a bunch of them. Maybe the next thing is do a Costco order, maybe do an Instacart order and buy like 100 pounds of sugar, 100 pounds of flour, 100 pounds of rice, maybe some beans or whatever. Just buy bulk, whatever. You're hopefully never going to eat that stuff or even open those packages. But if you have to, you're going to be really happy you did that. And then you'll sleep a little bit better at night. You don't need to worry about buying bulk food. Like You have a bunch of food, at least to help hold you over for a period of time. And of course, if you don't have your passports, like that is just like the, the riskiest thing. Because you not only can't get out of the country you're in, you can't get into another country. Flying to another jurisdiction somewhere around the world and, and living somewhere like that might be the best option for a lot of people. Might be the safest option. Just don't stick your head in sand, please. Do something, even a little bit. And get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. I'll see you in the next one.